Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Monday morning. Jay's cracking up because we were just talking about barbecues. We're post-Labor Day. Yeah. But uh, you can still have a barbecue if you want, but they're, they're questioning the veracity of my barbecue. No, I didn't question anything. No. I just asked what kind. Was it a grill or was it a barbecue? You've always got to go grill. Zubin, you always go grill. You heard the song that we just came out to. Yes. Have you ever done... The cookout dance, where you just, you know, the, the slow two-step, you just put the hands up in the air and you slow two-step to the song. We've already established I have no rhythm. So, obviously, I couldn't do the, the two-step. Now, what is the difference between my barbecue? I don't know what your barbecue is. Yeah, what is your barbecue? Oh, yeah, what is, is your barbecue? Burgers, dogs, ribs, isn't that what everybody does? Oh, we, got, we, got, we got pig feet, we got chitlins, we got coleslaw, got collard greens, I got, we got dominoes. It's a little, yeah. Yeah, it's a little we'll, different. We'll, we'll, we'll have an offline conversation. Spades. Okay. You play spades? Like the card game? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, sure. Dominoes? Dominoes, like the the game? Uh-huh. Sure. Tonk? I don't know what that is. Uh, card, another card yeah. game. Okay, okay. sorry. <laughs> hey, we'll get there. We're going to get you there. We'll get there. Zubin's we- like, we have chest. <laughs> <laughs> you say chess with a T? <laughs> chess. Chess. It's a game of skill. Let's take you right back to the callers. If you were with us previously, we had just had a great conversation about what the Jets should do if Trevor's available. And that sort of morphed into a bigger conversation of what other teams around the league should do. So who's your MVP through two weeks? It's key. It's sort of like the halfway Heisman. If you always have the guy that's going to win the Heisman, Leonard Fournette was going to win it. It was going to be a runaway. Then Derrick Henry won it. So you can never make too many uh, assumptions after week two of a 17-week regular season. But what else would we talk about? So let's do it. <laughs> I honestly think it's Russell Wilson. And here's, here's why I say this. He's never gotten an MVP vote in his entire time that he's been in the NFL. Not one single little vote. No one's voted for him. And I also believe that Pete Carroll wants him mm-hmm. to get the MVP and succeed at doing it. So this offense is going to ride or die right with Russell Wilson. And they're putting the ball in his hands to not only get his numbers, but also to help them win because this is the best way offensively that they can win with a defense that's still trying to figure its way out. Nine touchdowns through two weeks. We'll get Jay's MVP in just one second, but I want to go to Mitch in the Bronx on ESPN Radio because, Mitch, you are in lockstep with Key, huh? Exactly. But before I say that, if somebody asks you if you play spades, if you say sure, then you don't really play spades. It got to be more, got to be some more emphasis on that. <laughs> Thank but, you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. We need you to call back and be on the show more. <laughs> what about dominoes? What about dominoes? I mean, that, that's, that's an everybody uh, sure. game. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you don't say sure. But listen, um, I, I, this is my first time calling in. Um, like I said, um, to when I got picked up, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm from New York. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But to not mention Russell Wilson is is, is a travesty. Uh, this man is so efficient; is is, is crazy. It's an not indictment. only is he efficient, when when somebody that's efficient, you don't expect them to throw to push the ball down the field like he does. Man, that that that, that man is crazy. No, he is. He but look, like I said, Dan misspoke, and he meant AFC East, and that's you know no no because I asked him, I interjected, and I but said, I don't hey, think, I think his IFB was kind of it, it was staticky. It was a, it was a poor service, <laughs> so he didn't really hear you. Yeah, so, I just, yeah, and I'm glad that we got callers actually hear that. I mean, look, I agree with Key. I think it's Russell Wilson right yeah. now. What he did yesterday, slinging for five TDs, the efficiency in which he throws a deep ball outside of numbers, it's incredible. Hard to argue. Uh, hard to argue for sure. If you're just um, joining us this morning, Dan, Dan Orlovsky, our ESPN NFL analyst, 12 years as an NFL quarterback, essentially came on and said that he thought Josh Allen was the MVP of the league. Key sort of massaged that and said he may have just meant 
the division, but that's the Dan conversation we were having this morning. We want to have a conversation Every with you. Every now and then I'll throw a line to try to save a person, you know. <laughs> save yourself. 888-ESPN, <laughs> What we're asking you, who is the week two through MVP? It's early, but it's never too early. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin reminding you to check out ESPN Audio at home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. ESPN Audio at home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes from customization and service to financial assistance. Mercedes-Benz vans are ready for anything. And we are ready for Robin Charlotte, who says, stop dumping on Dan Orlovsky. You're right there with him. Hey, I agree with Key that, that, he, that uh, he meant for the AFC East. Okay. Uh, you know, that, that's what Dan said. But, you know, one other thing about the Jets coach, uh, I think Key would probably do a good job if you get him fired up like he did when he got the touchdown stole from him. On Sunday Night Football. Uh oh. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that, man. Uh, I remember you about, about to pull the helmet off your head the wrong way. Yeah, he they, was, <laughs> yeah, that was when I was in Philadelphia, Carolina. It's a good memory. Still brings back, yeah, look, yeah, yeah, man. Mm. Oh, where's that take you? Too. Where's that take you? What happened? Talk me through it. No, just, let's go back and revisit it. Man, come on, man. Next caller. All right, you're in charge. Josh Allen, he also said Rob did. He thought Josh Allen was better. Than Cam Newton. Interesting. Take whatever you got. Hit us up. 888-SAY-ESPN. Well, he's a sour Carolina fan. You can tell. <laughs> they are struggling at this particular point. Losing to the Raiders in week one and then losing to uh, Tom Brady yesterday. Vernon is in Long Island where Key and the Jets used to train out there at Hofstra. He is on ESPN Radio. And you think Gang Green needs to move on from Sam Darnold, huh? Yeah. First, let me say I, I really appreciate you guys. You guys are a breath of fresh air. Thank you. Uh, I've been a Jet fan for my life since Freeman McNeil and the boys mm. were running oh, the Freeman record. Wow. I've been a Jet season ticket holder for 25 years. But let me just say this. First of all, Key, I really think Sam is getting a raw deal. Um, the Jets organization is in shambles. And at this point, they, 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 they're cheap. They're cheap as hell. But what I want to say is that I think that if they move on from Gase and Sam, they get that fresh start. They get Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick. Because if you look at the schedule, please tell me where they're going to win a game. Like, I I really see them going 0-16. The best chance, I think, would be one of those games against Miami. But at the end of the day, if they really want to scrap everything, start from the bottom. You can't pay Sam when we really don't know what he is. Like, he he's he was a turnover machine at USC. He seems to be a turnover machine, but I know he has no talent. So let me just say he's getting a raw deal. But if we scrap it, so-called prototypical quarterback Trevor Lawrence coming out, height, arm, speed, everything, you scrap it, you let Joe Douglas go get us a coach, I I'm, I don't know who it is. I, I'm not an expert. I, I don't know who that coach is. But you bring in that coach that you believe in, and your salary cap is low. You got four years to then make a decision on whether you want to pay Trevor. And, and we put that talent, build a foundation around Trevor Lawrence, and, and and let's go, man. Like I'm tired of being tired. Like I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I've, I've cursed my children, <laughs> I, my sons, my daughters. Like they're, they're all Jet fans. Like it's the worst thing I ever did. Not me, not the wife. Yeah, my wife, she <laughs> loves you too. So I love you, Watch y'all every morning. Oh, my God, y'all the best. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank but you. Like, guys, we got it. We got to do something. I'm watching everybody around us. Look at Josh Allen. They said he couldn't throw. He had no accuracy and he still struggles with accuracy. But look at him now. And, and, and Jay, I heard you say, you know, he's going up against my, the Jets and, and Miami. So, you know, we got to put a little pause on that. I agree. But at the end of the day, I'm cursed. Like I've cursed my children. Like it's crazy. No, nah, you're all right, man. I feel Don't worry. They go. They gonna get it worked out. They'll get it worked out. It's just a matter of time. Thanks for calling in, though. Great stuff. Great stuff. Lastly, Tiny in Wisconsin. This is something that Jade actually mentioned earlier this morning. He wasn't on board with him, but I'm actually on board with Jay on this. Essentially saying all these injuries, the rash of injuries we're seeing, it's because everybody hates the preseason until you need the preseason. Right, Tiny? Yeah. Yeah. So, first off, it's the first time I've ever called. So thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, you guys tiny. Are great. I you guys. Well, this is my thing. Is yeah, preseason is to work out all the nicks and crannies. Keyshawn, uh, you know, you would know more about that than I would. But my thought is this: me as a football fan, the last three games of preseason, when I don't see the players that I'm going to have fantasy football with in there, why am I watching them? Mm. So, us as fans of football, right now through two weeks. Can you name another season that started like this? Just as a fan of football, like every almost every game you turned on yesterday, you can watch it. It came down close to the end. Butker hit two fifty-eight yard field goals. He's not the MVP of yesterday. Like you could say, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. He's he might not even be the MVP on the team because look at what Aaron Jones did. Like, well, yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones certainly. <laughs> balled out but when we talk about the MVPs we're just saying that Josh Allen is not the MVP it's Russell Wilson but if you go put Josh Allen there you got to put Kyler Murray you got to put Aaron Rodgers and then in terms of injuries again I'll go back to this when you're talking about muscle tissues and in lower leg injuries hamstrings things of that nature maybe that is contributed to a lack of conditioning and body being familiar at that point in time but Drew Locke got his shoulder landed on. There's nothing to do with training camp. Saquon Barkley, cleat got caught in the turf. Has nothing to do with training camp. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was pushed down. Somebody rolled on his leg. Nothing to do with training camp. I just want to know how tall and big Tiny is. Every time I've seen somebody named Tiny, at least 6'5", 245 pounds. He's taller than you, Jay. Don't worry. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Go ahead, Zuba. <laughs> Jay, come on. You got to come back here. No, no. Because <laughs> I, I'm not going to let it bother me anymore. You know, that's what he does to make himself feel big. The high road is the road less traveled. Yes. Oh, God. That's not go. 2020. No, got two, nobody's abiding two, by that I need more of those Buddha-like teachings. <laughs> oh, gosh. One thing we should mention, though, from Tiny that we should reference is he may have thought it was the one-day MVP because you're right. Butker hitting two 58-yard yeah, field goals, yeah. including one in overtime, to keep the champs at 2-0 and is something. But we were referencing the first two-week MVP, but can't take away from the performance of Butker yesterday in one of the most thrilling games of the day. And that says something because there was a lot of thrilling games yesterday. Just saying real quick, Zubin, in two weeks, you talk about Russell Wilson, 52 of 63, 610 yards, nine TDs, one interception. One interception. And that, and that was last night, and that probably was not on Wilson at all. If you saw it early on in the game, exactly. it was essentially in the first series of the game, and I heard Al and Chris calling the game on NBC saying, absolutely, positively not. That was tipped and probably shouldn't be credited to Wilson, although, of course, officially it will. That actually just strengthens your argument. Speaking of strengthening, we need to get some of these guys strengthened back up. Tons of injuries. Saquon, 
Bosa, Garoppolo, Mostert, all of them. Let's talk about it with Stevanya Bell, our ESPN injury expert. She's the co-host of the Fantasy Football Podcast, the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. You can follow her on Twitter, at Stefania underscore ESPN. So, you know, Tiny from Wisconsin, who probably is not Tiny, as Jay referenced, Stefania, essentially said that he thought the preseason was really some of the reasons that some of these injuries are occurring. From your expert analysis, do you agree? I think it's certainly a factor. And let me tell you, clubs were concerned about this. I spoke to a number of medical staff, uh, folks from different teams around the country. And one of the biggest concerns when they were, everybody was negotiating what the preseason in this COVID-19 era would look like had to do with conditioning time, this ramp up period. And I'll tell you why. It's not just uh, opinion or, or random thing it to be so. We kept injury data every year and look at preseason injury and in-season injury, and they look at injury rate, and they look at something they call injury burden, which is days missed due to injury. And one of the uh, biggest standouts in recent years is the injury burden, again, missed days, due to lower extremity injury. So think of anything, you know, hip, but especially knee, foot, and ankle. And that's soft tissue injuries like your ACL and MCL tears. Uh, ankle fractures, et cetera, hamstring strains, which is a huge one right now. And what they found is that about two weeks into training camp, that typically is when volume and intensity of work goes up, and there is a huge injury spike around week two to three. And so they wanted to increase the conditioning time in this, uh, in this particular year, hoping to avoid some of that, knowing there would be no preseason games. And I think even though there was a little bit of extra ramp-up time, the, the varied off-season, the way guys were training on their own many times because facilities were closed and, and just the lack of uniformity and conditioning when guys came in, if you roll that all together, I'm sure that has something to do with the spike in injury now that the volume and intensity is increasing as we have regular season games. Stefani, let's talk a little bit about Saquon Barkley, six feet, 234 pounds, torn ACL, likely out for the season. If you're a Giants fan or if you're Saquon, what, is there any long-term concern you have? Well, I think ACL injuries have become so common. There's a, a good side to that and the, and the less fortunate side to that. The, the good side is that uh, we are familiar with the rehab. Uh, people, We've seen people get through it and do very, very well. Um, the unfortunate side is, yes, it, it takes a toll on your knee. There can be some long-term consequences. Not everyone returns at 100%, um, but certainly with the, the folks that are available to him, the medical and rehab staff, uh, the way that Saquon works, everything I've heard about his work ethic. We saw how he came back from an ankle injury last year. All of that certainly helps him. It's just really unfortunate with a guy who was looking to stay healthy after struggling with an injury last year that, that this happened. Stefania Bell, ESPN's NFL Injury Report, joining us here on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Stefania, when you look at what happened and took place at MetLife Stadium yesterday with the San Francisco 49ers in terms of injuries, did the field contribute to most of those injuries? This is going to be a topic going forward, Key. You're asking a great question. Certainly after you heard the comments from Kyle Shanahan, some of the players tweeting about it, reacting at their uh, post-game presser, uh, about the conditions of the turf. You heard the word sticky. Uh, players saying they felt like it was very sticky. There is something to this. Um, 
different surfaces have different stickiness, what we call their friction coefficients. So it's basically the friction between how the shoe interfaces with the surface. And because of the increase of lower extremity injuries in recent years, the NFL, particularly their health and safety, the foot and ankle committee has been looking at the injury rate on different surfaces. And last year, the results of a study that spanned four years, four seasons, five seasons, excuse me, uh, was released and showed there is actually a 16% increase in lower extremity injuries when on played on synthetic turf versus natural turf or natural grass. And uh, that, that association is there for um, extended time missed, uh, whether they're focusing on just low injuries like foot and ankle, um, and even non-contact injuries. All of them have a higher injury rate on synthetic surface. So there's that. I heard you talking earlier about uh, the, the role of the equipment manager and the cleats with the turf. I mean, th these are all variables that come into play because the issue is when the cleats grab in the surface, whatever the surface is, if they don't release quickly enough, that's when the injury is going to happen. Because if the shoe sticks, ultimately the body part is going to fail. And even though the fields are tested before games, the NFL sends people out. There's like a 15-point process that happens about three days before each game. Each surface has to be tested, meet certain standards. What players are experiencing or feeling is real. And the, the, the trick is to find out why did that happen? Could there be anything to be done differently? But my worry for the 49ers is they have to play there next week. Mm. And this is in their mind. Yeah. This is what they're thinking about going into next week's game. So that's real for them. Stefania, when you look at yesterday at Christian McCaffrey, he left the game with an ankle injury. How long and what do we expect to see him back? Well, Monday's a big evaluation day, Keyshawn, as you well know. So this is the time when all the imaging gets done. Uh, there's sideline and locker room evaluations that happen, but certainly there's more extensive evaluation that happens the subsequent day. The initial thought, the hope, is that this is not too serious of an injury. He was able to take himself out of the game. He limped off the field uh, after scoring his second touchdown. He looked at his ankle, rewrapped it. He tested it, ultimately didn't return to the game, scheduled for an MRI. Stefani, thank you very much. Obviously, this is a rash of injuries with some bullface names, and we'll be watching those injury reports here over the next 24 to 48 hours. She's an expert in this field, nobody better. And for more, you can check her out on Twitter at Stefani underscore ESPN because as these injury situations start to sort themselves out, I'm sure she'll be on there, Twitter firing away with everything you need to know, especially if some of these dudes are on your fantasy team. Stefani, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. That's Stefani Bell, the co-host of the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Key, real quick, uh, she mentioned Mondays. You real know quick, what Mondays real quick, are like. $20 in the, in the, oh, in the glass. Sorry, sorry. Real quick. You owe it. Don't know. No. I didn't say real quick. He said real quick. He that's, said I had to hold him to that standard as that's, well. That's the one. Well, I, he, you can hold off on the 20 bucks. Oh, thank you. What? Thank, no. I, I like this. No, no you're no, like no, trying to get to... A question. Yeah, but the way, just because he got there doesn't mean that he didn't mess up. That's $20. That's for charity. We need to make sure we stay committed to this.
Listen, if you want messing up, plenty of that is coming. Just just stay with us, okay? This won't be the first and only time. I just, but Stefania said, you, you know what Mondays are like. Mondays in the facility, you're kind of shaking your head a little bit yeah, like, oh, I those days hurt. I didn't really get in on the training facilities on Mondays. I kind of, my career, I didn't have very many injuries, but you still have bumps and bruises. And so, you know, the doctors are there to check you out to make sure that you're okay. And if something is wrong, you go get x-rays, whatever, MRIs, whatever it is, to make the determination on whether or not you'll be able to start practice on Wednesday. Interesting. Still to come, the 49ers are concerned. They have lost like nothing. I'm just looking at you. <laughs> Hang on. i got to get my spades cards out of the way so I can read this. <laughs> Still to come, the 49ers are truly concerned about all the guys they have lost on offense or defense. But to be honest with you, there's something else Kyle Shanahan is really concerned about and it has nothing to do with his roster. We'll have more on that. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com and that's the voice of our diana russini you'll hear from diana in just one second a reminder Keyshawn j will zubin presented by progressive insurance all of our guests including diana join us on the shell pennzoil performance line i should mention that in some quirk of the schedule that diana briefly mentioned there after next sunday the jets will have played one game at metlife stadium their home stadium and the 49ers will have played two games at MetLife Stadium. Wow. That's the way it goes. So they you got think, the. You think Diana will give you another compliment so we can see you oh, blush no, again? No, no, no. I'm going to go right to it. Let's go right what to the show, Penzo. Last time like, we had Diana on the show. She I gave love him a Diana. compliment. Did she? I don't yeah, know. He blushed. He didn't say anything. Oh, he got right back he, to football. That's when he had the red sweater on. Yeah, he was turning red. <laughs> well, you knew I had a sweater on. That was obvious. It's just a matter of what color it was going to be. So hopefully we'll get right to it. Di is here. She joins He's us on the show, Penzo. I know. She didn't even say anything yet. Every time. To race through this question, Dinah, what were the 49ers <laughs> saying about the field favorite conditions? Morning, <laughs> my favorite morning show host, Zubin. I, I, I woke up today at four, was like, I cannot wait. Today's the day I get to talk to Zubin. So uh, I, I'm excited to be here. And, and Zubin, I'm getting married in a few days. And, and sometimes I feel like I want to put it off because I just get too excited <laughs> when I get to join the show. And I love you so much. You're only, only you will play this role. Gets jealous of. I love it. <laughs> All oh, right, man. back to the right, ball. Here we go. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> so you are sweating bullets right now. I really am. Thank you. I love that you do this to him every time, Diana. You know how much I appreciate so, this. So, uh, Diana, tell us uh, <laughs> no, the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> what are the 49ers saying about the field that they have to return to next week? They are uh, feeling quite anxious about returning to MetLife after what they experienced yesterday. You guys just played that clip of Kyle Shanahan 
talking about in all his years of coaching, he's never seen so many ankle and knee injuries in one game. Um, You guys saw the list. We saw how many 49ers and New York Jets players were going down. There was a point yesterday when I was at the game and tweeting about basically what was happening where all I was talking about were injuries. It was, you couldn't even focus on the game because no team could really build any momentum because they'd be someone down with an injury and obviously losing some of their key players yesterday with Jimmy Garoppolo leaving uh, after halftime with that high ankle sprain. And and we know Nick uh, Nick Bosa out uh, with that ACL. This is mentally for this team going into next week, knowing that they have to play on it, they're seriously concerned. And it's, and it's not just obviously just them making excuses. There's no excuses here. They won the game. They were the better team and they're better than the New York Giants. They're concerned for their health. Yeah. Uh, I heard that you, um, a little birdie told me that you spoke to the company that actually put the turf down on MetLife Field. What did they say to you? So I actually reached out to the company that put the turf down. Because if you guys recall, when MetLife uh, replaced the turf, it was quite the horse and pony show. They were very excited, like we see with most stadiums, about this new turf. They did not get back to me about whether or not they changed anything from last Monday night to this past Sunday when the Niners and Jets were there. Because what happened was during the press conference, Kyle Shanahan, who's really good with details, and you can't get anything by him, uh, he actually said, I thought that this turf was brand new, as in we're the first team on it. Um, but he, again, this, he, he's the, the visiting team. He doesn't know about MetLife very well. So it just made me think, did they change the turf from Monday night football when the Giants were there against the Steelers uh, between, you know, did they change it out at all? So uh, I haven't been able to get an answer, but um, our Giants reporter, I spoke to him yesterday. He said that he did not believe that. He's like, there, there has been no conversations about any change there. And, and the, the, the interesting part of all this uh, is I talked to guys on the Steelers and to just kind of get an idea of what they thought of MetLife last week. And they didn't really – feel any issues with it being sticky or long or or have any problems uh one player did say he's like it felt new it definitely had some grip to it but it wasn't anything that was alarming diana let's switch gears over here to the jets adam gase was very short in his post-game press conference is this leash with ownership is that getting short as well it's the kiss of death we saw it last week when, when, when ownership comes out and tells you your job is safe you, it, it, it spells trouble. We, we see it every season. And, you know, the New York Jets have never fired a head coach in season. You think about all the coaches that have been here and all the firings, it, it's actually almost shocking that they've never done this. So it's not really their style. But after the performance that we saw these last two weeks where it just looks like there's no plan and, and it's sloppy and it's, they're the worst football team in the NFL. The New York Jets are the worst football team right now. Uh, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to get any better, especially with knowing that they've got injuries now. And we haven't seen growth in Sam Darnold. This was what Adam Gase was supposed to do. He was going to come in here and help grow their franchise quarterback. Yet all we've seen are the quarterbacks that he has worked with in the past, like let's say Ryan Tannehill, go off and actually elevate their careers with that Adam Gase. <laughs> so this just doesn't seem to be working. And, and, uh, look, I, I hate coming down on teams like this. I hate putting blame on coaches because there's so much that goes into a team. 
Um, but but this this isn't this this isn't going to work in New York. Diana, when you talk about franchise quarterbacks and working in certain cities, there was one franchise quarterback who led his team to a Super Bowl, didn't win, but came under a lot of scrutiny about his play, not only in the Super Bowl, but throughout the year. And he was at MetLife yesterday prior to his injury. What did you see out of Jimmy G? Jimmy was fantastic yesterday. So I spoke to him on Saturday uh, when they got into town um, about – what he was trying to accomplish. And, you know, you guys have heard enough interviews of him. He's very uh, mild-mannered. Jimmy's really calm. Well, kind of hard to, 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 to ruffle his feathers. Uh, so, you know, we, we talked all about sort of how he's mentally getting through the criticism and getting over those losses. And, you know, in reality, you look at the, you look at the film, you see he's m- missing very easy throws, easy targets. Um, and, and he's aware of that. He'll be the first to admit it. And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm the hardest critic of myself. It takes me a full day just to get over a loss uh, before I realize I got to get back in and get better. Uh, but yesterday he told me the goal was being decisive, quick, um, quick decision-making, but also slowing down his reads, just sort of taking a breath, and just letting it come to him and, and sort of following his instincts. They're all about trust on that offense. Uh, and, and that's what I saw. That's exactly what I saw when he came out of the gate. Obviously, he was hobbling around with that ankle. That happened right away. Uh, and he, he was working through that thing. I was watching him every time the defense was on the field. I was watching him on the sidelines. He was doing the thing that we, we all do when, we, when something's just nagging you. Like, he was jumping on it and then sitting down and, and talking to people and he was doing everything he could, but he just kept going on out there uh, and, and he worked through it. And he, he just did a really, that was what they, what he was able to do yesterday against not a very good Jets team was the best Jimmy I've seen in a long time. Mm. Exactly. Don, you're right. There's something about trusting the process, right? Zubin? No doubt about it. So we getting, should, so you get yeah. married next week. You said, right? Yeah. I am. I am. Mm. The delight walking down the aisle. <sighs> Nothing Any better. advice, guys? Any advice, Jay? Talk Ooh. to Jay. <laughs> he said, talk to me. Just get ready for the long haul, Diana. Get ready for the long haul. In it to the end. Key? Congratulations. Yeah, seriously, congratulations. Yeah, congr- congratulations. <laughs> Enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the ride. Thank you, Diana. Next time uh, we see Diana, she'll be a married woman. Thanks for joining us this morning. Super. Thanks, guys. I love joining. I hope I see you. I'll, I'll call in Monday after my wedding just to see if I have any regrets. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. God. Don't put that out there like that. Girl, what's wrong with you? DR, you're the best. You are oh, the best. <laughs> Diana Rossini joining us on the Shell Pennzoil. Hey, where's Zubin? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Zubin was like, oh, thanks, and good luck with the wedding. Oh, God. Good luck, good luck with the wedding, Diana. Stop. You guys are crazy, man. At this point, I got to point out I'm 42 and single. Since you haven't embarrassed me enough this morning. No, I, I, I told you, I'm your Yenta. We're going to get this done, Zubin. One Jeez. quick, one real quick thing I want to mention, because I know you love gambling. Just a real quick note. Yesterday, all the favorites won. So yes. 15-0 on the money line. The teams that closed the favorite. Isn't it ironic that it could go 16-0 if the Saints are favorite tonight against the Raiders, but it could go 16-0 in... Las Vegas. Las that just Vegas, seems exactly. the right way to go. I'm so glad Key and I are not in Las Vegas tonight. Why? I don't trust myself in Las Vegas with you. No, I'm not going to Vegas during a pandemic anyway. I, I'm not talking about a pandemic. Never, you know what? Let's go to break. Okay. I'm not. 
Vegas? Still to come, we'll hear from the MVP that the two guys here with me, Key and Jay, certainly think is the MVP through two weeks of the season. And he will take us inside his incredible practice regimen to essentially let us know just how he's become the NFL's best player in the minds of many. This is some amazing stuff you got to hear. Guys like Key that love practicing, love getting down, Whoa, doing man. all that yeah, stuff. I was like, Key loves <laughs> practicing. Yeah. yeah so want to make sure you're paying attention there. Inside the process, you said trust the process. Inside the process for one of the NFL's best QB, some enlightening words. That's on the way. You'll love this. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I'm getting it on all sides this morning. I'm just getting hit. Key's laying in. Jay's laying in. It comes from a place of love, back. brother. It comes from a place of love. So NFL insider Diana Rossini joined us earlier, and she had a lot of interesting things to say about what's going on with the 49ers, the turf at MetLife yesterday. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. But a team that shares a division with the 49ers, of course, is the Seattle Seahawks. If you weren't up late enough to see it last night, essentially stopping Cam Newton on the final play to win. They're 2-0. Both Key and Jay think they're the MVP. He's the MVP. Russell Wilson is of the league two weeks in. After the game, people were marveling at his deep ball-throwing ability. He's the best deep ball-thrower in the league, a lot of people say. There's a book called Outliers. It was written by Malcolm Gladwell, in which he essentially said, in order to be great at anything— you have to practice it for 10,000 hours. He said the Beatles played in clubs in Germany where nobody knew who they were for 10,000 hours. They got great, and then suddenly they became the Beatles. Russell Wilson channeling his own 10,000 hours about how and why, with practice, he has become such a great deep ball thrower. People talk about 10,000 hours to, to be great. You know, I, I feel like I've spent 30,000 30, hours I mean, just on those type of plays. And you, know, you spend so much time you know, in the offseason and just – you know, like I said, the obsession with doing it, you know, over and over and over and over again and just working at it and working at it and perfecting it. If it's not perfect, let's do it again. Hey, let's get that rep again. Let's do this right. Let's do this. And um, 
Those guys have completely bought into the thought process of it all. They've completely bought into the, the work ethic of it all. Um, they are who they are in terms of just as men, like I said earlier. And I think, I think ultimately, um, you know, God's given me a gift, you know, and just I want to continue to use it, you know, and just um, give guys a chance to make a play, and they keep making plays, and it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I just love winning. You know, I really I love winning. I love, I love the process of winning. I love the process of the week. I love that more than the end result even. And so that's where I think it all you know, comes from. Russell Wilson looks more driven to win the MVP this year. More driven brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. So the Beatles went from Germany before they hit it big in England. And Russell Wilson goes from his home state of Virginia to Raleigh to Madison to Seattle and Key. Those 30,000 hours were on display last night. Yeah, I mean, look, as Jay know and I know, and you know in your prof- or our profession now, Zubin, the more you prepare, the better you're going to be better results you're going to get. And, you know, if it's 30,000 hours, if it's 60,000, you're going to see exactly what you see put on display. I mean, that's just the way it is. Guys that prepare and train and work their tails off get, get positive results. You know, so many guys that are very athletic, and the athletic part of it can only take you so far. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is not LeBron James because he's six seven two fifty five. He's LeBron James because he works his ass off to become LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan or Jay Will or Zubin. You 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 are considered one of the the best. I guess you're not Sports Center anymore. What would you be? I'm here with you, fellas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> one of the best broadcasters going at the at the age that you're at because you work to get there. And Russell Wilson is showing that on his first two games of the season that he obviously worked in the summer, worked in the off season, during the pandemic, and got it done. Two things. So, you know, you always hear this in sports, play fast, think slow. So there's something to be said that when you get the reps that Russell Wilson gets or that Keyshawn Johnson will get in running his routes, for everybody else watching it, it seems like it's so fast, but for you, it's like the matrix is slowed down. Mm-hmm. You're able to see things at a different speed due to how comfortable you are with your own mechanics, right? And the second thing I would say is there, there gets to a certain point, and Key, I'll be curious to ask you this too, because I, I didn't get a chance to ultimately achieve this because I only played one year in the league, even though I felt like I would have gotten there, is learning how to love to work, right? Like there was something about when I was younger going to practice, I dreaded going to practice. I didn't want to practice. But as I got older, and I, I spent some time with Kobe Bryant that really changed the outlook of my life when I saw him prepare before a game, and he worked out. I came there late. He was already working out for 20 minutes. I worked out for an hour. He stayed another 20 minutes until I was done working out. He dropped 30-plus on us that night. And I asked him afterwards, I'm like, hey, why did you work like that? He's like, because I saw you come in, and I saw you work out, and I want you to know that no matter how hard you worked, you weren't going to outwork me. Mm. And I think that for me, I was like, oh, I need to switch gears about how I look at work. Like, so learning how to love to work and falling in love with that process, all of a sudden when you see other people try to work, they don't understand what you go through because you're willing to outwork them. See, if it was flipped for me. In the beginning stages, going to practice and, and all that, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to work my butt off. I wanted to make sure that I studied the film no matter what. I saw it before anybody else. Like Jay say, it's like Matrix. I, I could see it before it even happens. You know, when I walk to the line of scrimmage, I already knew I'm dialed in pre-snap read. I know where he's going. Mm. I'm already thinking. I'm thinking like a quarterback playing the receiver position because I put those hours in. I mean, that's all I did. For, I, they used to joke about me and just say that's all I thought about. No matter what, my roommate couldn't stand being in the room with me because he walked in the room and I got the little monitor thing going and he's sitting there trying to, you know, do whatever he wanted to do. And I'm like, nah, dog, I'm getting ready to watch this film because I'm locked in. As I got older – 
I kind of decided, you know, I don't want to do that as much. I don't want to put as much time in. I just want to get to game day. That's why colleges should make sports majors that you can major in. There you go. Great point. Great point. Love the way you said that. Still to come. Wait till you see what Zeke said about Dak yesterday that Jerry might want to listen to. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.